Andrew Shepard, and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the... Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive! It's alive! It's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 29th of April, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Numwise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gwenora. And I'm Grail. Welcome to our little corner of the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us, and that's the show. Goodbye. I drove all the way here for this, <laughs> dude. We got vodka. Oh, okay, well, I was going to say there's there's stuff. There's vodka and honey and there's things and stuff. Things, yeah. Cool. So we are doing a, a slight rearrangement of the order of some of these food, uh, as it but as it turns out, mostly liquor challenges that you guys have sent to us. Um, but before we do that, let us get the formalities out of the way, uh, such as acknowledging some guy with a beard. Uh, he's not in the IRC, so really don't need to. <laughs> that can be skipped this so, week. Reginald's here, though. There was a you suck comment there. What? Yeah, you suck. Let's see. We got to find ourselves an appropriate mm, drop in. That should be we entertaining. Could probably just say you suck. Yeah. Mm. Uh, here's a good. Don't one. kid yourself. There, you're a bit of a pussy. No offense. Yep. Talking to the part above the beard. That is <laughs> silence. Oh, yeah. Can't be, can't be a fin in the beard. Oh, Barry VA, whatever shall we do without you? I shall weep. I shall weep into my microphone. Mm. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, somehow we'll move on. And somehow yeah. we will manage to move on. Yes, as the IRC has duly noted, a wild iolite has appeared. Yeah, I'm. I made it. She's not just a recording. No, no. not a recording. Not Memorex. I'm, I'm here. It's. I'm here. It's Yay. been a while. 
Uh, something like three months. We miss you. I missed you guys too. For that very... Let's see. I would would give you something to make you feel welcome. And also to acknowledge our missing member today. Oh, that's true. Penis. Oh, look at that. Are you feeling more at home now? Um... Yeah, a little more excited. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <A little more laughs> How about this one? I love you. You're pretty. That's better. Work it, it, work it, work mm-hmm. it, work Come it. On. All righty then. So let us get the various programmatic announcements out of the way. And then we will break one of our cardinal rules of broadcast and consume high potency alcohol on the air. That's been a rule? <laughs> Apparently it we is now. When avoid, did that come in? We usually avoid the high octane stuff anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> beer is yeah. one thing. Spirits are something completely Drink other. Drink six beers. That's fine. Two shots of vodka. <laughs> now you're pushing things. Uh, you know, it When have we out. ever drunk six beers apiece during the show? I think we've come close. That was last We've time. I apparently have four. not been paying close attention yeah. to your rate of consumption. Well, usually it's one per break, so that's four-ish. <laughs> please, please remember that... He's doing beer math. Yeah. Right, but remember that I've been, you know, I would come home after work on, on Sunday, and I would say to myself, gosh, I really would like one of those ciders or beers, and I would realize that it had obviously been show day as the refrigerator was stripped bare yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, but I've been stocking <laughs> said yes, fridge, yes, too, yes, yes, so... Yes, yes. I appreciate it. Not, you know, yes. I give it and I take it away. <laughs> At the same time, yes. The grail giveth, and yeah, the grail right. taketh. Because but, he is kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. He is, in fact, kind of a big deal, and he has brought kind of a big bottle with him today. No, that's Gwen. Gwen, brought, you brought these Gwen brought the, the vodka. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought that was... An, I, no, I'm oh. supposed to bring the grain alcohol, which next I will do week. next week. I yeah. was told I was supposed to bring vodka, yeah. you are, and I did. You're a, a, a gentleman and a school bus. Yeah, yeah I resemble that remark. And Curacao. you got to bring Curacao, too. Yeah. I, was, I, I bought the absinthe yes. for next weekend. Be afraid, children. So. Don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the call-in topic today, since we're now beginning to take on your guys' uh, food slash booze challenges... The call-in topic Which, of the week. But, but I do want to I want to reiterate what the whole purpose of this was. It right. wasn't exactly meant to become fear factor right. or no, get us beyond sloshed. Yeah. It's more to say if you're in an interesting or you're in a part of the world or a community or somewhere where you have a certain local love and it's not easy or something we would normally gravitate to or here know about. or know about. Let us know, and we'll try to procure it and try it. Yeah, this is not meant to be kill the host. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are get interested that out. in broadening everyone's horizons. Right. Yes, kill we will. We will eventually, you know, be consuming glutafisk with all the gagging mm. involved. Just yeah, because we will. <laughs> what we white man? <laughs> just we shit white man. It's the royal we. Yeah, apparently <laughs> we are not amused. Yeah, but. So, yes, we are definitely interested in, in, and if you have something you want to send to us, we have a P.O. box all set yeah. up now. That was actually yes. one of the notes for this week. So, if you want to send us something unique from your part of the world. <laughs> Fight out us. Um, please make sure that it is actually legal, legal labeled, send. and sealed because yes. you're not allowed to poison us. Yeah. <laughs> so, no home. No, we won't, we won't trust anything coming in just an unmarked jar, homemade. Yes, like let's just say that label. I know. No. Let's just yeah. say that I know people with SWAT robots. Exactly. Leave it at that. Yeah. 
And I, so, I will have them use them if necessary. <laughs> On our P.O. box? <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. If you're interested in actually sending us something from your part of the world for us to experience live on the air, yeah. we welcome it. Simply send an email to ch at vtwproductions.com. We will send you the P.O. Box mailing address, and we will look forward to receiving it, opening it, being afraid, or and or find new things in this world that we love. Yeah. For example, um, there's something that we really love that used to be available here and is now only available in Europe. And that would be the Nivon Vanilla Cognac. That's right. That was mm. something that uh, the Captain Morgan people distributed briefly mm-hmm. here. And then apparently either just the supply of it was not sufficient to the task or they decided that it didn't sell well in the U.S. And when you go to their website, they're like, yeah, it's available everywhere except for North America. Huh. So, Thanks, guys. Get that's too bad. Yeah. So, next time I go to France. There you go. Do you have Christmas <laughs> in France? Anyway. So, yes, please uh, keep the suggestions coming. We will be uh, doing the one since uh, Daxa couldn't make it today. Yeah. We're going to put off the Rin Call. Right. Uh, the Krogan is Krogan drink. Yeah. For another week. And we will instead fast forward to one that Pusar sent in, which is actually quite simple and yes. straightforward and interesting, which is vodka with honey. With honey. So, we will get to that a little bit later in yeah. the segment. Though I see it looking at us from over the counter. <laughs> and thank you, Gwen, for bringing good vodka. You're welcome. Yeah. Naya, mm, nummy stuff. So, call-in topic along the lines of the kinds of things that you are challenging us to expand our horizons to. The topic is, what silly or borderline stupid thing have you ever done in your life, either on a dare or to perhaps impress someone? There you go. So... Cast your mind back to it doesn't have to be you know horribly embarrassing thing just something that would be out of the out of character or out of the ordinary for you to do, and that you did only because someone dared you to do it mm-hmm. or you felt you needed to do it to impress someone. You know the kind of situation I'm talking about. So think about that. And in our fourth half of the show, we will be welcoming your calls via Skype, and we're very interested in hearing about those. Aha. Uh-huh. A wild Barry VA has appeared. Yeah. In late. the IRC. Ooh. You'll need to listen to the archive to hear us talking smack about you, Barry, because you were late and couldn't hear it live. I'll just say it now. Smack, smack, smack. You Get here on time, dude. Yeah. In fact, we're going to edit out the whole thing about the group sex uh, that you were invited to, um, <laughs> and you'll never know about it. I'm sad. I'm I'm know about it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little. Well, consider Barry Va. You would block that right out. A little. Reginald, on the other hand, tickles. But now that we have a Barry Va in the IRC, we can at least play. I'm not touching. I'm not touching. I didn't hear it. Immediately edited it out of my own brain. La 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 la. If you have something to bring to it, oh, just hush, woman. Don't make me regret giving you a mic. Uh huh. I don't want to know. Tickles where? Sorry. I should remember the la 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 la. And this is before the episode. Yeah. Damn, we're doomed. So. Yeah, it's been too long. Let's put it that way. Our producer, nay IRC rep, is in the IRC. If you want to bring things to our attention, please send him a personal message and he will sort it out and bring it to our attention. The one and the only Barry Von Awesome. Barry White Save my life 
Oh yeah. Just loving to hear the, the dulcet tones of, if not Barry White, someone singing about Barry White. Yeah. Oh, God. What? One of these days I'm going to actually get net, my Netflix list reordered so I can get the correct season of Archer so I can rip the correct drop-in that I have <laughs> that's perfect for Barry. Really? Yes. Describe. No. I, You're going to say I, that? No, no he's going to make us. I would rather wait. It, it's better to wait. Okay. Yes, I, I can maybe wait. find a YouTube thing of it so I can show you afterwards. But <laughs> maybe I can rip it from there. That might work. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And nonetheless. Options abound. And options abound, yes. Well, you are the local authority on all things Archer, That's, so I oh, trust yeah. your judgment. Oh, yeah. I, I'm liking more and more everything that that voice actor does, though. But oh, I, John I, John Benjamin? Yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I always hear yeah. Orpheus's master whenever I put Archer on. <laughs> so I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, it's, it's really tough. Like, my first experience with him was on... The Doctor Cat show, that animated wow. one with that's the squiggly going, that's lines. Going back. He played Cat's son. Okay, and then he was on Home Movies as the coach, and yeah, then from there. But uh, he even has a live action show that he does, like Benjamin John John C. Benjamin has a van or something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have seen at least the advertisements for that. Yeah, I've also seen a weird full circle. I'm going to stop you real quick. You haven't played the drop-in for the segment yet. Ooh. See, this <laughs> so so is what we pay him so for. Keep you people around for. Keep you honest. Yes, because we're already going off on. We're on. <laughs> we're on the rails. So it kind of goes a little like this. Tangents are kind of a big deal. Well, they are indeed, and since you reminded me of it, I gotta find your drop-in. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yes, he is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Grail. That's right. Oh, yeah. God, I can't wait for that sequel to come out. Now that it's uh, official it's officially announced, announced and all that. Yeah. Mm. Bring it on. Really? Anchorman 2. I had not heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're making an official Dumb and Dumber sequel Are with Jim really? Carrey and Jeff Bridges. Really? Yeah. Or Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, That'd be real interesting with Jeff That'd Bridges. That'd be really interesting with Jeff Bridges, but nonetheless, yeah, Jeff Daniels, sorry. I'm, uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 in the Tron universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still excited to uh, Avengers this coming weekend. Oh, yeah. Next Friday. Next Friday. Nerd Squee. Ooh, May 4. Mm-hmm. It's looking all kinds of awesome every early preview i've read oh, of it has EU said, gets to see it already yeah is that it lives up to your expectations <sighs> yep. it's which exactly is cool. the romp you would expect from the avengers and all the build-up that they've done through the various individual uh shows yeah exactly <laughs> hmm. i did see the one they finally put into the one most recent trailer where cap turns to the hulk and goes hulk <laughs> hulk Smash. Yeah. <laughs> and then they cut over to Hulk smashing. Yeah. Because that's what has to happen at that point. Oh, yeah. Hulk smash. So, and it looks like they've really improved the Hulk effect even more. Because mm-hmm. you look at the mo- the Incredible Hulk, and it still looked CG. Added. Yeah. yeah. I mean, him and the Abomination were really good. But something about the, the texture of the skin. It was off compared to the real world. Yeah. yeah. And all the clips I've seen with him hulked up in the Avengers looks more like something pulled from the comic book. Yeah. Page. Yeah. Just, you know, uniformly green skin, but the face that looks a lot, a lot like Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. It's a 
So you've actually you've pulled the guy through into the Hulk. That's definitely the Hulk with the bowl cut and all the yeah. It's like nerd screen. Yeah, Just, it, I can't get to that. See that one fast enough. No, I know. Uh, I will be there if at all possible day one. Oh, per, I per, I intend to take the afternoon off work so that I can go. Damn fine idea. Yeah, so I love you. I You're pretty. Can go before <laughs> we have to go pick up the children. Chillins. And, you know, be parents again. Those are the rules, right? We will go be teenagers for two mm-hmm. and a half hours and then go back and be parents. Yep, mm-hmm. something stuff. like that. All right. Wow. All right, continuing. Good Lord, my Google Docs would appear to have eaten itself. Uh-huh. Your Google Docs runneth over? Uh, runneth away. Yeah. It, it just, it's been doing that since they put <laughs> you, Google you, Drive in. You were yeah. going to mention the call-in topic. Would you like me to mention the call-in topic? No, I did. No, we, did. we did mention we the call-in topic. That. Oh, what, what, I must what? have been ignoring you. Yep. Um, all right. Oh, like that would ever happen. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Who's talking? <laughs> um, and you talked about your app? No. All right. We have... Yeah. Yes, these are part of programmatic announcements. I am dabbling... But it's cool. ...with... The development of actual iOS, Android, and Windows Phone 7 slash 8 apps for the various shows on the Versus the World Network. Right. Uh, with assistance from Nicole Spag of the Ladies of Leet fame, uh, teaching me the ways of the app developer toolkit and the right. various free services. So. Right now you have Android working. Android demo version working. There's right. a whole there's a whole set of steps. You, of course, for all these things, I, I'm not sure about Windows, but definitely for Android and especially for Apple, before you're allowed to publish on the market and or the App Store, you need to pony up cash, because Apple charges 100 bucks a year to have a developer account, and Google, I think it's a one-time fee of 25 bucks hmm. to get a an Android developer account. No mention on the window. I haven't looked closely at the Windows Phone one. I think that one we can just publish without a fee. So <coughs> the system I'm using allows me to do builds and I can download them directly to certain Android devices and with a little more work and pain to uh, certain iOS devices for testing. But to make them globally available, there's some extra steps we have to go through. Nicole Spag from... So what you were saying was you were showing off to me the other night and it wasn't actually live. It, it is was not, on the demo. This is the pre-build while I'm working out the bugs. Mm. Now, especially for Android, if you are interested in testing these, all you need to do is send us an email to ch at vtwproductions.com and I can send you a link that as long as you, in your settings of your Android device, have the install from all sources selected... Uh, you can go in your, into your security settings and, and allow it to install apps from any source. You can click on the link I send you, and you can install the demo version of the app and test it out for me. Um, to do iOS is more complicated because we have to get the unique identifier number, which is a huge string you have to pull out of iTunes, to then allow you to... It's, it's an order of magnitude more complicated. So Android people, if you want to play around with the Casually Hardcore app, simply send in an email address that you can easily read from your Android device because it's easiest if you read the email, just tap on the link in the device itself Mm -hmm. and it just says, would you like to install this? You say yes, and then you have the demo app. So in the not-too-distant future, we hope to have all three platforms fully supported for listening to episodes, reading the show notes, reading recent forum posts, reading the front page of VTW Productions, um, 
And also we're interested in suggestions as to what other kinds of things we can roll into the app to make it useful. So check it out. And if you're an Android user and you're interested in trying it out, send us your email. Cool. Booyah. On the... Again, this is before the vodka. On the Versus the World Ventrilo server, we have a new channel called the Mobile Zone that I've been experimenting with. Again, Android users, there's a wonderful app out there called Ventriloid, which is a free app, which is a Ventrilo client for Android. The challenge is that the really high-quality codecs that Typefrag uses suck up a lot of bandwidth, so it's Uh. not really all that appropriate for mobile use. So I've created a special channel on there called the Mobile Zone, which is a lower-quality, lower-bandwidth codec to allow people who want to come in and join the conversation via mobile, or if you just have a crappy connection to the Internet that you're trying to get around with, that is a, uh, a good way to participate in the Ventrilo server. And I've been having a lot of fun um, you know, when I'm stuck in traffic, coming from the north side of town to the south side of town during rush hour, crank up Ventriloid, hop in the mobile zone, and chat with the people who are hanging out in the vent server. That's cool. So if you have a lousy internet connection or you want to experiment with the mobile clients that are becoming available, we have that special channel in there for you now. Login information available from the front page of vtwproductions.com. Hmm. <sighs> His nerd is like in overdrive right now. Nerd squee. Nerd factor. Serious. Hey. What? Yeah, I do a nerd podcast yeah radio yeah. show and run a whole you, website no i know i know this should be a I surprise to no one it's least of su- all you oh married wife of mine not a surprise to me nope i love you not brother. even a little bit mm-hmm. mm. Mm. but i had a uh i saw a pretty cool thing and i was thinking of adaptations of it the other uh, day i saw a little devices you put them on you wear them the ir on the computer, or on the in this case, scanning the room. Something similar picks to connect. up picks up where everybody is in the so room. In a crowd of people. In a crowd of people, everybody's got their little tag on, and you can then, for example, put lights on that thing and send signals through the crowd, causing things to light up in different patterns. Okay. Um, as people move, or you can give people the ability to control things on the screen. So the crowd becomes the so controller. So the crowd was the controller, and Hmm. They were flying a plane. It was a it was a, uh, a, a flight simulator demi, oh, demo game, and uh, we were flying the plane through. And how many mountains did you hit? And, well, it was really funny because you could see people trying to like. It was pretty sensitive, <laughs> actually. <laughs> and you could see people going the wrong way, and and it was actually quite funny. And then you know the first thing was fly it into the in, oh there's a waterfall there fly it into the waterfall, waterfall. fly it into the waterfall because yeah. they got to see what the explosion looks like uh-huh. you know will it and how did they program the waterfall and those sorts of things so um, it was quite fun well, you imagine you, you've seen people flailing in front of connect now it's a whole crowd there's going to be injuries yeah exactly it's crowdsourced <laughs> yeah. bam yeah no kidding well we were just thinking about think about the um, the things that you could do for example in a nightclub because these things they cost about a buck fifty to make the so actually handing them controller. out to the whole crowd is no so problem. So your cover charge, right? You charge it when they come into the nightclub. When people come in, you don't care if they break it. Right. You charge it goes to their buck. cover charge. You charge them an extra buck. They get these things, and you basically then can, for example, program light shows on the dance floor to through the people. You can program like a um, a crowdsourced DDR 
Oh God! Across the, <laughs> across the dance floor, you can Again, program all. There's going to be injuries. No, I'm just thinking there's going to be some really funny things that you could do with this in mm-hmm. terms of um, back and forth communication with the crowd. Just in terms, and then put a little haptic signal in it. It's mm-hmm. Awesome. Ooh. Awesome stuff. <laughs> I'm hanging it down here. <laughs> yeah, here, here, kid, ping my pants. That's right. <laughs> Crowdsource my happy place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need more batteries. I'm a little scared about that whole concept. As well you should be. Um, but it was fun, and it was uh, it was really neat to see it happen. So, Ooh, to the, actually <laughs> the emails for the, watch it. Send me the app. Are already, yeah. <laughs> uh, send you the Apparently, app for the... Apparently, <laughs> there was a small repressed demand for a casually hardcore app. Uh, and this will be the test bed for once we get the kinks worked out, we will make them available for the uh, other shows on the network. And cool. perhaps, if it can be worked out, maybe an app for the network as a whole. We'll see. Oh, that'd be neat. Kluging that many RSS feeds right. together, the experiments I've done tend seem to be overloading the app's oh, interface. Where okay. like, I don't know what to do with all this because we are putting out a large number of shows these yeah. days. You Shout out apps to all the within guys. apps. <laughs> so it calls. Plans. Yeah, I see you behind it. That's right. But anyway, oh my goodness! What Frank Herbert reference? What right, can right, I say? right. <laughs> all right. So before we go to break, I need to have a quick talk here with Gwenora. Uh oh. Oh. Because there was a draft over the last yes, four days. Yes, there was of uh, NFL draft. This is one of those sports things. That's one of those sport things. Yes, we're going right. to have a two dumb jocks moment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So I didn't really know. I saw a little bit of what Detroit did, but not a lot. So what what was your Uh, your overall feeling? My overall feeling was I thought that they picked up uh, Riley Reif as their first-round draft Mm -hmm. pick, second-best available tackle, or second-best tackle in the draft. Great pick, not a sexy pick. They did, As my brother said, they did the sexy pick thing with Matt Stafford two years ago. Yeah. They need protection for him, which is they got to keep the kid on his feet which they managed to do okay last year, but they could have done better. So I was happy with that pick. Their second-round pick, they took Ryan Broyles, um, who's a wide receiver. I didn't really feel like they needed him. They need secondary help like nobody's business. Now, the rest of the draft, they they addressed that issue. They picked, I think, two cornerbacks, a safety, and two linebackers with yeah. the remaining picks that they had in the draft. Overall, I thought they did pretty good. Um, I thought it was interesting because I – downloaded a couple of weeks ago the app for iPhone for the Detroit Free Press. So I was reading this morning, hmm. um, you know, the day after the draft is completely finished, they have guys coming on rating the draft. And yeah. I actually thought it was interesting because Jim Schwartz made some comments about, yeah, I don't know, guys who are rating the draft the day after the draft is finished, having never seen half of these players play ever, are in the wrong business, which <laughs> I thought was pretty funny because it was all the guys at the Free Press that were doing it. I tend to agree with that. The only way we're going to find out how this draft class turns out is to wait a couple of years, and that's like any draft class. So that being said, how did you think the Vikings did? And then we'll talk about the Cardinals. Oh, it was very shocking for me to actually witness a draft where I felt they were smart. So I think yes, because I sent a text, text to yeah. you about about one of their they picked up because they need secondary help just like the Lions. Oh, did, they're they're so. they're the worst and secondary think, in the league. I think their second round pick they took a they took a corner. Well, they traded down into the That's first right, round to did. get the yeah. safety uh, Harrison, uh, yes. from Notre Dame, and then uh, we took the best tackle in the draft in uh, Matt Khalil. Yes, with our first which pick. I thought that was a good pick. There were some people that were kind of hot and cold on that pick. I thought that was a fantastic no, pick. You can never go it. wrong with an offensive lineman. Yeah, not a left tackle. No, I mean, absolutely not. Yeah. 
So no, overall it was great. They it was a need draft, and they drafted perfectly on their needs. They had to get secondary help. They had to get a tackle. They had they even got a fullback on the chance that Peterson's not ready. Now we have a fullback to block for um, our backup running back, whose name for some reason right now is yeah, just gone. I don't pay the, attention, the big kid. Um, so yeah, it was good. And then the Cardinals actually got. Fit some help. Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald has yeah. a Malcolm uh, Floyd now. He's got now. the receiver that he's always been. I mean, at least ever since Anquan Bolden left. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Now it's all on Cobb, though, to actually produce. Yes. Well, and they did actually go out and take a couple of offensive linemen. As they well. did eventually, but it not, was not it was until, until like not the until third the day, third, yeah. the third and fourth. Round. So the question will be: Is can these guys step in and play? Because they desperately needed it, but uh, the Cardinals instead went for a receiver, and then I think they also went to secondary as well. I don't remember with their second pick, but yeah, no, they they're uh, they uh, yeah they waited a while to get offensive line help, but still, it's you know, Cole now has. He'll have Williams coming back off injury. He'll yes. have Beanie, Beanie Wells. He'll have Fitzgerald. He'll have Floyd. He has Todd Heap. He'll have if early, he can't make it happen. He'll have, he'll have early Doucette. And Doucette. And Doucette is a much better slot receiver than he is a wide out. So this is a big, big year for the Cardinals to yeah. see if they really have the quarterback or not. Or not. So, so yeah, we'll definitely have to see what happened. Um, Brock Eisweiler went exactly where I was hoping he would mm-hmm. go. Which is to the Broncos behind Peyton Manning. Yep. What'd you think of the Redskins picking Kirk Cousins in the second that was round? That's very strange. Yeah, I, I was. I, yeah. I missed that and then turned it back on, and I was like, "The Redskins did what?" To give some context, the Redskins spent the second pick of the overall draft on one of the top quarterbacks ever. Yeah, in, in, in this in this uh, in this draft class, and then got another quarterback, and then got another very good very quarterback. Strange. Who, yeah. Who is rated very highly, not so much on his physical stuff like Robert Griffin III is, but ranked very highly on his intangibles, specifically leadership. Yeah, leadership is not what, really what you want in a backup quarterback. No. So I don't know if they have some plans to work the market afterwards and trade this kid mm-hmm. and see what value they can get for him that way, which it, that would make sense if that's what they I can understand that, but why waste a draft pick on it? Otherwise, I personally think it's. Daniel Snyder trying to be Jerry Jones and failing miserably. Yeah, because Dan, a- there's only one Jerry Jones, and he can only he does can do what he does. And I think Daniel Snyder is quite frankly an idiot. Yeah, I think tell us how you really feel. It's, per, yeah. it's borne out it's, over the last yeah, several years. They've had nineteen. <laughs> they've had twenty-one quarterbacks in the last nineteen years yeah. since Joe Theismann retired, and yeah, and they've done absolutely nothing. Right. So, I, with the exception of one with Doug Williams, um. Other than that, it's been a circus, and I, I don't think it's getting any better. So nope. they'll they'll I I look to to see them finish under five hundred again. Yeah. So and if you like what you've just heard, tune into One Dumb Jock Saturdays on Versus the World Radio VTWProductions.com. A lot more of that. Two p.m. in the east, seven p.m. GMT on a Saturday. One dumb jock. Which, while you guys aren't guest hosting on that, I have no freaking idea why. Oh no! Yeah, I was wondering. I'm that the almost other day. never available on Saturday. Well, that's kind of the other problem. <laughs> I have to have one day of the week to get my and laundry and done. And I don't know a damn thing about French rugby. <laughs> <laughs> I no, commend I commend no. them for having that on there, but I don't but, know a damn thing about but, French rugby. They want to talk about soccer. I'll I'll be happy to jump oh, on there. But. Not only soccer, but you do cycling. Yes. All right, Tour de France and yes. things like this. You I was, follow I that was watching, quite a bit. Uh, uh, Liège Bastogne Liège the other day. It was on last weekend. 
what? Who? Uh, what? Yeah, it's one of the French classics, the spring uh-huh. classic. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, between it's us, like we have a good cheese. coverage of sports, but mm-hmm. French rugby, cricket, not so big, not so. I know somebody who does who loves cricket, really? but I don't. Yeah. I, have fr- I have, and he's an American. That's the weird really? part about it. Yeah, it's a guy that I went to high school. I, with. I got guys I know in India from my job that are huge into it, and they'll say statements to me that just don't make any rational sense. Yeah, like the bowler. Did this in the open window and blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, of course, if we talked to them, <laughs> if if we talked about baseball sure. to them, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Sure, sure. It's baseball. Come on. <laughs> Is it cricket? No. Then the infield fly okay. rule is in effect, and the yes, right. right, all right. I guess so. If you've never heard those words, no, before, that's true. It's no, true. I mean, there's a, there's a great. Um, there's a bit exactly like that from Futurama where they've got Blurns Ball and right. you know, Fry thinks he's got it all figured out and he's got three Blurns and two anti-Blurns and it's the top of the Blurn and except for the word Blurn what you just said made no sense whatsoever <laughs> yeah. actually I started to say earlier there's the an internet meme has come full circle. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a meme out there where they've got a, a headshot of Fry squinting his eyes like he's oh, dubious yeah. and says, not sure if, and then you fill in whatever. Right, right. And the advertisement for the new season of Futurama next week yeah. is that with the, you know, from a meme generator that says, not sure if life getting better or just happy new Futurama is coming. Nice. <laughs> Life imitating art, imitating life. Life, it's always good stuff. Nice. There is symmetry. Mm-hmm. However, we are way over time, so we're going to go take a break and mix some honey with some vodka so we can drink it in front Talk of the Talk about bottom. games. Yeah. As All we right. the games. You are listening to Casually Alcoholic, Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. I have a nice long track from the mini bosses, Super Mario Brothers 2, coming up for you, which will give us plenty of time to prep our innocuous clear liquid and color it yellow. Ah, we shall be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side, or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link audiblepodcast.com forward slash VTW Productions.
finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions, vtwproductions.com. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Well, Danielle, coincidentally, we do happen <laughs> to have a drink handy. Thanks to a suggestion from Pusar, one of our longtime IRC dwellers. We have just spent the uh, mini-boss break there. Putting a whole bunch of honey in the uh, capacity for vodka to hold honey in solution is rather impressive. <laughs> Because I was drizzling it in, I was stirring it in a pint glass, and it just kept taking it and taking it and taking it. So if you decide to try this, expect to put more honey in than you think it than might. you expect. Yeah, because apparently... <laughs> and it, it started turning yellow, and we went, well, it's got to be almost done, and then it turned a darker yellow, mm-hmm. and we're like, it, God, it, I can't believe it can take too much more. And we finally called it. We finally said... <laughs> yeah, well, we ran I, out of time. That's too it, much it, honey it, for it, you, Mahatka. Yeah, it's handle any more. Really, we're just we're not you sure off. you can handle any more. So, so hmm. we will be... I'm a little worried about it. My it, mind it, well, wants it, to say poor man's mead, but when well, I smell I, it, it's not like that at all. It no, smells it, like vodka. It smells like vodka. Yeah, but also it's a yellow, frothy drink. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Usually when I have that in a cup... I just took I'm it. handing it over to a doctor. Or yeah, yeah, this so. is what I saw. I just this took, is what I, this is what I saw Friday at the doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just took a sip of this. Yeah. Well, you wait to wait for the team there, Io. Sheesh. That's yeah. I'm I'm anxious. I oh need the alcohol. Goodness. Okay. Jeez. All right. Let's go. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Thumbs Thumbs Okay, so it hits your nose just like vodka normally would. Right, but... But it leaves your mouth tasting like you just drank a lot of honey. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been chewing on a honey. Burns its way down my Burns. esophagus. Yeah, it goes like down like a normal shot of vodka. But... Yeah, no, otherwise... <laughs> you stole my water. <laughs> only a sip. Yeah, and I could see how no. it, it could probably take even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it could have probably taken more. Yeah, it doesn't, wow. um, doesn't dissolve the burn or the normal alcohol flow for vodka at all. Yeah, I could only drink a couple of these before I'd stop liking honey. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I really, really like honey. I Yeah, this would not. I. It's good, but... Here's what I would say. I it'd, be, it'd be like the tequila night I had in college. I'd drink a whole bunch of these, and then they'd come back out. Oh, along with well, my Along with my shoes... And then I wouldn't eat honey or drink vodka ever again. And See, I don't what feel Pusar like mentioned when she sent this in was, tastes just as sweet coming up as going down. Mm. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, okay, so here's the deal. I actually sipped it, mm-hmm. and it was much better as a, than, uh, as, as a shot. shooting it. Yes. Yeah, I would have to agree with that, because I, I did the same thing. I sipped it, and it burned all the way down, and then I did the shot, and it was the, much easier going But down I would have been shot. better sipping this for five minutes and downing it as a sipping beverage well, I mean, as opposed there, there to beverages a... that meant to be in them. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I mean, you put it in the shot glass, it's getting shot. There's Dirt. no... <laughs> well, yeah, there is kind of that. <laughs> There's no I mean, sipping Never mind these, these are kind of wee little thimbles. They are wee glasses. little thimbles of shot glasses. Now, no you guys are not supposed so to own... 
<laughs> you guys are not supposed to own the fact that, that we used the baby shot glasses. I you know, the ones we got for the children. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I'm kidding. Oh, really? Well, again. Seriously. <laughs> what, what is it? There's a representative from Child Protective <laughs> Services who would like to talk to you. No. <laughs> a, obviously I'm kidding. Yes. Um, she didn't say she put alcohol in it. She just said they were the kids' yeah, shot glasses. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> ma'am, we are from Child Protective Services. We are not known to have a sense of humor. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have any sense of humor that we are aware of. Actually, yes. I mean, these are stainless steel, so mm-hmm. more or less indestructible unless you drop something really heavy on them. So actually, that can be arranged. the girl will probably have a grand old time just playing with these as little tiny cups. Right. No, she would love to put her fruit punch in this and just, you know, it would be, she would love that. One little sip. Uh, and speaking of, of people, you know, the joke, with, we're with the FBI, ma'am. The FBI has no sense of humor, right. those sorts of things. Yeah, I got to meet the assistant special agent in charge of the uh, state of Arizona. And did he day. have no sense of humor that he was aware of? Um, he had a very interesting sense of humor, but it was odd and fun. And I was like, hmm, you're an intriguing gentleman. Please don't arrest me. Yes. No, not that. <laughs> I wasn't so, really afraid of him arresting me. Pussars confirmed this was supposed to be a sipping drink, not a okay. shooting drink. Then that's there you important go. to know. I was like, I so sipped So we have thrown ourselves on the grenade on all of your behalf. And yeah. we learn so you don't have to. There you go. <laughs> and, and here's the deal. It was yummy. Oh, I would yeah. recommend it. So thank you. Oh, it works. Our. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's an interesting, quick way to make a very potent then drink that you sip. Yeah, be careful. I mean, we're using is that eighty proof or hundred proof vodka? Stoli's hundred. I don't know. Well, Let there, me go get the There's ball. versions of Stoli that are there's like the Stoli Cristal is hundred. Let proof. me go look. He says I'm investigating. It's yeah. research. Well, when you, I, I had you pick up a bottle of the Ray and Nephew. Uh, overproof. Overproof rum, yeah. Because this is mm-hmm. a bottle we picked up, uh, God, more than a decade ago in Jamaica. Jamaica. And the labeling laws are loose there. Cause yeah. it, just, it just basically said overproof rum. Well, now that they're importing it to the U.S., the, the rules come into effect that it actually has a mm-hmm. proof on it. Right. Apparently it's yeah, one, 126 proof. Nice. Oh, because I've heard overproof is 151. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, 80, that's 80 proof. Okay, so okay. it's, it's typical. It's typical. typical, it's typical Standard red and white label Stolichnaya. Yeah. That's it. Also, so nothing's no. yummy and good. Nothing special. It's reasonably inexpensive and it's good quality vodka. So, mm. good. so in the land of geeks in the gaming world, yeah. there's a happy, happy one that's right in Grail's happy zone. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of happiness here this Ooh, week. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we have happiness. Off, happiness is? First off, is the Kickstarter for Shadowrun Returns has been fully funded, yeah. obviously. They hit that, I think, within eight hours of them putting it up. But it they has funded. Finished. But they managed to keep going and go, well, if you can hit this level, we'll add this. So their last level was 1.75 million gained which they hit <laughs> nice early yesterday and so that meant they could add physical adepts in as a playable character now along now they'll have physical adepts they'll have riggers they'll have a second city they're tying together both the super nes and the genesis title they're going to tie the stories together <sighs> really they're going that far make back. it into so it all flows in they're awesome Updating their it's amazing level what a creator. little bit of scratch can do for you. Yeah. yeah, they even got the original music composers from both the SNES and Genesis to co- 
combine their efforts nice. to make a new soundtrack for this game because everybody liked the music so much. I'm liking Kickstarter um, more and more. And they even and they managed to go out and, and they who introduced you to Kickstarter? Hey baby, I love you. You're pretty. Yeah. They went out and got the makers of the MMO, the makers of the tabletop RPG, and themselves. They've combined into Shadowrun.com, so all three companies are filling content into a, a central Shadowrun site. Awesome. Which is really good. I mean, it really shows the community, you know, is, is a very strong community. And to show that this is why I gave them money, just to <laughs> prove to me more why they were worth my money, their final update. Was in, they've titled all their updates. Their final update was titled, We Really Shook the P- Pillars of Heaven, Didn't We, Wang? Which is from Big Trouble in Little China, China reference. Right. Yes. Which is like, oh, awesome. God. That's just incredible. So kudos to them. Um, I think it's looking at early 2013 is what their projected release date is for it. So uh, we'll obviously just be keeping an eye on it and looking forward to it extremely much and I'm looking forward to my goodies in the mail and all the the, the stuff that'll come with it. So mm-hmm. huge, yeah. I mean, Kickstarter has so much out there that if you had disposable income that you could just throw at stuff, it's a perfect place for it. If you don't have disposable income, it's at least lo- worth looking if there's something you really really love because then you can back. Like that. Basically, you can, you can pre-buy something you know yeah. you're eventually going to want. Now, in this past week, they've had their first really high-profile Kickstarter scam get shut down. Oh, really? Oh, oh yes. really? No, of course. And, of course, you know the, the people of the Internet found all the fake sources for all the different art and things and development stuff they had posted mm-hmm. and, and figured it out pretty quickly. Um, but it shows that there's people interested in trying to scam the oh, system. Yeah. So, of course, do anytime your due diligence. M- anytime there's money involved, yeah. particularly in the amounts yeah. that girls talking about, then, yeah. People are going to do that. They're going to find a way to exploit the system. Right. For sure. So in other news, they released a Walking Dead game as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is right up your alley, Which, too. You've had a great week. This is going to be... This, I mean, yeah, and it's really based on the comics more so than the TV show. But it's, a, it's in the vein of a point-and-click adventure game. Um, with some events where you're definitely on a timer to click something because you have a zombie attacking you need to <laughs> crush it. But it's a total different genre than, click say, now. Left 4 Dead or Dead Island or any of you know uh, the various zombie games that are out there. So it's much more story-driven. And the story, they've released, they're re- releasing it episodically. So the first episode's out. It's available on Steam. And on Steam, you can buy the package, which gives you... Uh, future episodes as well. You can also get it on Xbox Live or the P- PlayStation Network. And I played through. I was able to have some time yesterday. It takes about an hour to get through the episode. And it was one of the best stories I've had seen in a video game. It was so well put together. And they give you choices where you go through and you have dialogue with characters. And the things you do in early in the game will, of course, affect things as you go along. But the choices... Well, don't, don't say of course. Just ask anyone who's played Mass Effect 3 all the way through to the end. Well, the, interesting, of course. the interesting thing on, like, compared to Mass Effect 3 or even uh, SWOTOR, when you make a choice and you get to the point where you're making the good versus evil choice, mm-hmm. it gives you a nice little icon that shows so you're doing good, good or evil, evil or you're being Paragon or Renegade, as, right. as they say in Mass Effect. In this one, there's no indication. You just pick a choice and people react to you. There's a consequence. And there's a consequence. And you're not, you can be as good as you think you are, but... In, in some situations, being good still puts you in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And they give you a few times where you have a statistic choice. 
you can only save one of the two people that are with you and you have to make the choice and go on from there. There's no perfect way to get through the game. You're always going to be making tough decisions and calls and some people will like it and some people won't and you have to just go through. So from a story standpoint and from a functionality, functional game within that universe, it is excellent. It is everything you would have wanted um, and hopefully the subsequent and, yeah, chapters will be and, as good well, and kind of the piece of resistance is when you finish the the episode one they show you a preview for the next episode nice. and in the preview it incorporates the choices you made even better nice. so, oh, that's, so cool. they make comments nice. that you know that you is tailored to how you went through the game and then it gives you at the end it also shows you like based on other people that are playing on the internet here's how many people chose to save this person here's how many people you know told the truth in this situation you are the only one in yeah. the world who <laughs> killed little Timmy yeah. you monster <laughs> It's it's some rough and it's it's definitely it feels it matches perfectly the tone of the comics um, really well and even have some of the characters in the comics so it kind of ties some backstories uh, up but yeah if you're at all interested in zombie games it's it's worth it the cell shading graphics for it as well which is kind of a la Borderlands but mm-hmm. really tight and clean those look great sometimes the camera it's it's a little frustrating that they didn't give you a full 360 perspective so sometimes they limit With you the locked camera but it you know it, it's kind of guiding you where you need to go because you do have to advance the story much like an adventure game you have to find the right items you're unreal right, to a certain extent in a, in a sense but the dialogue and the story you, overshadow you know it doesn't it doesn't uh, detract from the game at all. Quick tangent. Uh, Pusar mentions that this is not necessarily something you do fresh. This is something you may you blend uh, and then put up let for a while. Let it sit for a bit. And she said it, it will definitely, it mellows over time and becomes a very different drink. So it's, it's good in some ways this way, fresh, and then laying it down for a month or so <clears throat> produces something completely other as well. Yeah. And now so, for something completely different. And now for something completely mm. different. All right. I want to talk to you for a second about uh, zombie games. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a very interesting Kickstarter a few weeks ago mm-hmm. where they had put a proposal out for integrating um, storytelling, uh, and it was zombie-based storytelling, with a an app like I Map My Run. Yeah. <laughs> where basically it maps your run. You tell it your route. As that you're going to take, which is a route that you typically take, and it incorporates storytelling along the way to change your workout mm-hmm. to gain maximum effect. You're now being chased so, by a zombie. At this point in time, you've run into a cluster. Oh my God, they're the fast kind. Pick it up, people. Pick it up. <laughs> at certain points, and then they slow you down. And so it's designed to be um, audio complete with feedback um, and things like that. And that was it was a very intriguing gamification of we'll see, a fitness activity. I can see that being integrated into the Google glasses. Oh, augmented reality where you <laughs> the, wear your, your the glasses. The overview of the zombies are kind yeah, of... they actually project Please don't the let people wear those when they're drunk. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it brings beer goggle to a whole new level. Zombie goggling. No, I'm just picturing the... And then I turn on beer goggles mm-hmm. as an app. Mm-hmm. Makes everybody look. It pretty. makes everybody look pretty. Ooh. Overlays a supermodel on everyone's face. Hey, baby. Yeah, there you, you go. live around here often. But <laughs> That's yeah, I could think. Terrible. The, the, but the next iteration of that would be if you had the augmented reality glasses on, where it not merely tells you that there's a zombie there, it actually projects a zombie, and you have to run away from it. Right. Awesome. Yeah. No, it was. It looked like a really, really intriguing game. You could do. I've heard stuff like that already because mm-hmm. I know. Um, some folks that I follow on Facebook are have mentioned that they've done runs and it's 
uploaded like how many supplies they've managed to gather during their run right okay. it goes geocaching yeah, and things yeah, like that it, does it basically like that. does so it's 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 fictitious geocaching because there aren't really stuff there right of course yeah but um, it just makes it fun and gives you another motivation to do your workout which i think right. is awesome yeah of course that's a good use of it hey <laughs> so from kotaku.com this is where our corner of the universe intersects the mainstream in weird ways DVR alert. New Diablo 3 TV spot debuts Sunday, April 29th during Family Guy on Fox at 9 p.m. They're advertising an advertisement. Yeah. Yep. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> it's, yeah, pretty much. And yet, I want to tune in. And see just, the, to see just to see the... Because uh... Blizzard does fun... Cinema oh, their cinematics well, the are really good. But, it's a cinematic trailer. But even just the Warcraft ones. Right. Where, oh, God, where they're they so got, funny. They finally got Chuck Norris, yeah. actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a hunter. Um, they do the silly ones. Yeah, I'm curious if they're going to go silly with this or if they're going to do a serious... I would assume they're going to go dark on this one. It may be a cinematic level. We'll see. But basically promising a few juicy new bits of never-before-seen Diablo 3 cinematic footage. There you go. The game's worldwide TV ad will broadcast sometime during Family Guy tomorrow, which is today, on Fox at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 8 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Diablo 3 is scheduled for general release on May 15th. Right. So there's your advertisement for the for advertisement. Your advertisement. Perfect. I heard you like ads in your ad, so I put an ad in your ad. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Diablo 3 is kind of world. a big deal, though. So you think? You can see why... Uh, in development for seven years? Long time. Long old time. Yeah. Much Let's hope it's good. All indications are from the, the beta. It's, it, it's, it's good. It's likely to be good. Yeah. It's good. Okay. It's good. Whether it has legs and has the replayability ad infinitum that its predecessor did remains to be seen, but I'd be I'd be amazed if they didn't. If they, if I think they it'll be strong. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll it'll definitely. I mean, there's a lot of great games coming out though. We're hitting mm-hmm. another rush because mm-hmm. we have this next Tuesday is Max Payne Three, which has been. <gasps> I've been seeing the ads for that. That yeah. looks phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it's Rockstar and. and Taking on the Max Payne universe, he's set in Brazil for a part of it in like the, you know, the Ray's shanty shacks and fighting in there. It just looks, looks amazing. So, excellent. There's and, a little girl scream upstairs. Oh really? No. Yeah, I, I just heard the, her. I need to play the appropriate and, drop and, in. Thumbelina <laughs> to the rescue. And Thumbelina is up to get her. Right. Thumbelina throws herself on the baby grenade. Exactly. <laughs> dive. Willingly. Dive. Dive. Willingly. Willingly. Yes. Willingly. Hey. No, she loves Arch nemesis. Play- Arch nemesis gives good good baby. She loves playing with the baby. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Arch nemesis is turned into an adorable little toddler. Now she's in her terrible twos. Uh, it has begun, yes. There is no doubt about the fact that she's in her terrible twos. But she keeps but. it up and keeps us from killing her. There you go. So far, anyway. <laughs> it's always, always, good. always. Alrighty. Oh my goodness! So, and then there's uh, some Skyrim news, I guess. First oh yeah, content. they're finally well. First official, official downloadable, downloadable content. content, which is going to add crossbows, which is a first for the arena series or the Elder Scrolls series, I should call it. They've never had crossbows; they've always had bows. Um, and something about snow elves 
which I don't know. You haven't played <laughs> there yet, is yeah. a, well, I've played enough of Skyrim, and there's a picture of an elf in a temple, but you never really know much about them. Apparently, according to the folks that really dug into the lore, is that there were snow elves in the area of Skyrim, and then they got pushed out by the Nords. So this is supposed to be a faction of them. So obviously adding more content to your Skyrim experience. Woohoo! Should be cool. Mm-hmm. And speaking of DLC, there's the new portal uh, never-ending testing DLC that they are implementing. Oh yeah, basically a level editor, a level editor, and then a distribution system for right. the for the made levels. The, the big the big news was not the level editor. The big news was the basically an app store yeah. for the levels that people make. Mm. A really easy way for you to take a look at a level and and bring it into your copy of Portal Two. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we're really kind of leveraging the whole Steam yeah system. So, which I think is awesome because some of the strongest, most fun play in games has come from when they give the development tools out to oh, all, for the, sure. all the fans. Yeah, and with a puzzle game, physics-based puzzle game like Portal, I just I, I look forward to the wacky, crazy, never-before-seen things that people will come up with. Oh yeah, and now there'll be a really easy way for people will be able to rate it, and you'll be able to be able to go in there and see, wow, everyone loves this level. I have to try it. Um, so that seems to be like a really good idea. So good on you, Val. Yeah. Um, before we go to break here, Barry VA wanted me to mention that if you head over to the Versus the World Radio YouTube channel, he has put up another Lego time lapse video. Uh, he didn't tell me which one it was, but he wanted to plug the fact that it's up there. <laughs> if you go to the front page of vtwproductions.com and look at the link panel in the upper right hand corner, You'll see our YouTube link there. It'll take you straight there. And the most recent post there is from the one and only Barry Von Awesome, Lego Man Extraordinaire. Boo and yah. We are going to take a little break here with a little more mini bosses. We have this one's Ninja Gaiden. When we return, researched chaos and perhaps some honeyed vodka. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW.
listening to VTW 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 Productions 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 Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Versus the World Radio Researched Chaos Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Onward and sideward into Research Chaos, the section of our show which is driven by our all-volunteer research team, to whom we are extremely grateful for all the work that they do on our behalf, bringing us all the weirdness that the web has to offer. And uh, that would be quite a lot on any given week. This week's title, as created by Aid, strangely named but easily pronounced, is the Shh. I'm trying to work here edition. Mm-hmm. Shh. Shh. Yeah. Damn you. Yeah. Contributors include, of course, Aid, MacBit, but not MacButt, even though the picture says something very different. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should be on the forums discovering it for yourself. That's right. Fangs with a Z, and it's the Z what makes it cool. Senraven, the Barry Von Awesome, Deus Ex, and he snuck in the last minute to get a post in there what? just for me. Boba Fetish. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I did that wrong. The vodka's wearing away all the mucus in my throat. <laughs> I can't get the appropriate. I got to go smoke a carton of cigarettes. There you go. And yeah. marinate my throat back into condition. Boba Fetish. There we go. I feel much better about that. So thank you all for contributing. We had a wealth of things to choose from. And in his normal early morning burst of productivity this morning, Grail hath sifted through them and organized them into the shared spreadsheet and led with an interesting one. Well, actually, though, but you you led with referencing an email. Well, so. I, I slipped it in there. Okay. So we have an email from... That's what she said. All right. right. From Cupcheck, and he says, in a huge change of events, I have relocated from Memphis, Tennessee to Anaheim, California. And yes, a few days ago, I was reminded that BlizzCon will not exist this year in my newly acquired neck of the woods, Pound Sad Panda. (laughs) In a huge bout of homesickness and a lot of other emotions, WoW has helped me keep my sanity in ways I'm sure the VTW community can relate to. Oh, yeah. There's something about going off the grid... Uh, with my newly obtained level 80 mage, thanks, Red Scroll. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just relaxing with Pandora playing in the background. Uh, no one outside my guild knows where I am. The tunnel vision I have when in this mode is just one of the ways I've been coping with the move. And with Sundays off of work, I'll kick back listening to you guys to attempt to make this house I'm in feel more like a home. Now, here's a question. When the elder nerds, you guys, get stressed, how do you release and try to chillax? Well, for one thing, we're too old to use the term chillax. Chillax, yeah. So yeah. chillax yeah, is not are. happening in this house. Uh, the former Menthian, <laughs> known as Cupcheck. Mm. Well, possible good news for you, uh, Cupcheck. In cooperation with the Frog Pants people, we are hopefully going to be putting on and attending and streaming the BlizzCon gathering in the period of time where BlizzCon would have been. Mm. So we may be coming to your neck of the woods to visit you anyway 
So we'll keep you posted on as that develops. Uh, Scott over it. Frog Pants is consumed with getting Nerdtacular right. dealt with. And it's, so he hasn't really done any planning. Just all we know is October time frame. We'll put together something in Anaheim, neck of the woods, uh, BlizzCon to replace the BlizzCon that won't be happening. We'll keep you posted as stuff becomes available. So you may you may get a dose of uh, nerd gathering no matter what. <gasps> nerd gathering. Nerd gathering. Some of my favorite stuff happens at nerd gatherings. Oh, right. That was not what I was referring to. Well, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So, uh, but that's still not what I was referring to. Pre-op, pro stop. But anyway. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> now you're grossing me out, dude. Pre-op. Oh, transvestite, back off. So... As far 18? as <laughs> how old are you? Sixteen. Eighteen. Great. Come on in. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, when you're chillaxing, <laughs> when you're don't relaxing, make, don't make me punch you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't <laughs> punch cup check. He's the one who told me. I can't reach punch cup check. I can reach <laughs> good vodka, huh? No, not really. <laughs> you're the one who brought it. I can't Jeez. reach punch check. At your request. Yes, indeed. Hey, no. Solchnaya is all welcome in this household. I, oh, oh, bacon sandwich. <laughs> <But before>. Sorry, <laughs> I um, got distracted yeah. by what's in the. Usually, form. if I want, if I want to relax, internet related, I will do something similar. I'll put Spotify or Pandora on in the background and soak up some Reddit. Just kind of switch my brain off and, and let the memes wash over me. Hmm. What about you, girl? Um. It depends what I'm trying to relax from. If, you know, if it's something where I'm really going stressed for a while, alcohol. Um, if it's something more do just biscuits. like you know the normal, like let me just unwind, then usually gaming. Good order. In an interesting twist word. of delicious irony, considering the shirt that you're wearing today, that has a picture of an angry sun on it that says mean the sun. sun is the sun is trying to kill me i actually go outside <gasps> and usually go fishing the further away from people i can get the happier i am i get that oh right man w- i'm so with you yeah so that's <sighs> what i do and i i mm, i forgot how read voraciously <laughs> i think is what you're looking for there uh, read voraciously is all that actually maintains sanity and prevents violence from ensuing it, like like relaxing <laughs> and, like relaxing and actually having a good time i've kind of forgotten how that works we'll remember it once they're in college god i hope so yeah <laughs> or nerdtacular or both mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah speaking little, of nerd, speaking little, of nerd gatherings yeah there Little chunks along the way, right? So, Gwen or Grail, talk to us. Actually, Grail, you do the talk okay. to us about bacon. Yeah, I mean, my British people, we need to have a talk because <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going way overboard. the The article article in question here is how to craft or cook the perfect bacon sandwich. All right, I have a proposition on this. When you're okay. done, Ooh, you're okay. propositioning oh, Grail. You're on propositioning on grocery, grail on I saw there. something at the grocery store this morning. Okay. And this might be an interesting one for us to try as a food because apparently, uh, according to the article, it's very big in 
England. I mean, British people apparently love, love bacon, their sorry. salmon, but they're very picky. Mm-hmm. Some like the back bacon. Some like streaky bacon, which I think is what we refer to here as bacon. bacon. Um, some Versus like ham. It, right. Some <laughs> like it grilled. Some like it fried. Some like ketchup on it. Really? No, no, no. no. Some like you have brown just ruined sauce. the bacon. It's like, what are you doing? Some Ew. people need bread. Some people like it toasted. Some people like extras like, I don't know, mustard. And just, look, it's bacon. It's not hard. You cook the bacon. You eat the bacon. You're making this way too complicated with all this extra crap. <laughs> just eat the bacon. That's my thought. Now, I will give props where props to you. A BLT is good. So that, yeah, that to me, I love right. a good BLT. Yes. Yeah. I like a good BLT as well. Yeah. I, I, for those I of you actually who, prefer just the B and the L. I'm not a for those of For those of you who are, who are overseas and don't know what a BLT is, it's what we call a bacon, lettuce, and tomato, tomato sandwich. sandwich. Yep. Usually, at least in my case, with mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I, I put Double miracle, bacon. I do Miracle Whip, but nonetheless. Yeah, I'm and you can also kind of put, if you want, a... Uh, like over easy, over medium egg on that sandwich too. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. Breakfast mm-hmm. right there. But it's, you know, that's optional. A pure BLT though is just bacon, lettuce, tomato yep. on two slices of bread. Yep. So I don't know. You guys in England are going a little nuts. I think you are you are trying too hard. When you already have the perfect food in front of you, you don't need to really work at it too much more. So what I was going to propose, I was at Fresh and Easy this morning, picking up oddly enough some bacon. <laughs> and they have Yum. British brand. It's like back bacon. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're like little slices about six inches across so i was gonna say well i'll pick some up and cook it up and see what we like we can get that we can get the streaky bacon too which is or just bacon real bacon and maybe you know cook them both up we can have you know a a taste off yeah yeah, a little taste off here i'm good with that yeah i think that that's okay (laughs) if if we can fill the house with the smell of cooking bacon right before the show oh that's always good oh darn yeah Yeah. exactly drive the dog out of his mind with desire but hey I think they'll go over a lot better than the bacon maple beer too. So uh, <laughs> that, that one was uh, interesting. Yeah, that was not so good. I'm not charging back to Sam. No, I kind of no, like no. the bacon maple beer. I thought it was okay, but it really wasn't exactly something I could see. I myself want the donut. Drink. Well, you know, I, I, want the I have to say, I have to say that that when I had the opportunity to buy it. On my own, I did not. Yeah. Mostly because it was 12 bucks a bottle. That's that was a that little stiff. It's a little limiting. <laughs> yeah, that was a little steep. I'm horrified. Bye. I followed the article. She's yeah. on the Word of Mouth blog. Okay, for the... And there's, you know, you're just scrolling down, you're reading, and you get a little distracted by the things on the right side of the page. Sometimes on the left side of the page, depends on how the, how the website's laid out. Right. And it says, on life and style, most viewed in the last 24 hours, British mothers join U.S. craze for party cakes that reveal the baby's sex. What? what? Okay. It's a picture of the torso. The cake is mm-hmm. a torso of a very pregnant woman. So it's got the, the chest and the stomach. Okay. And you cut into it and... That's what the picture shows. I'm a little not. <laughs> it's kind of like what is that thing they do I, on uh, Mardi Gras? I, I the king cake. I'm yeah. horrified. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Well, there's a plastic baby inside. No, apparently <laughs> it's the what color of the cake is supposed to indicate. The oh, sex. okay. Is it pink or blue? Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. But still cutting into the mother's pregnant gut. Eh, you know, mm-hmm. cesarean that 
piece of cake right on out of there. I was born cesarean. You can't tell, except for every time I leave a place, I go out through the window. Uh, oh, Stephen Wright. Boom. He's the man. And there's a Q&A with Joss Whedon on there, too, which is pretty intriguing. It's because those mm. bastards in the UK can already go see the Avengers. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Avengers Assemble. Right. Because you can't call it the Avengers there, because that's a very different series in exactly. the UK. Exactly. Avengers Assemble, which he wrote and directed, is out now. Though I project did film of Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing. Finally got around to repairing my Mac Mini and beat it about the head and neck and got it reconnected to the BBC iPlayer today. Oh, nice. Thank so goodness. That, yeah, so we can get our fix of various and sundry uh, BBC goodness, like your weird addiction to Merlin that you've taken on lately. Hey. Hey, what? It's not, a good show. You're not a 13-year-old girl. Hmm. Please. Sorry, this visual joke. <sighs> Actually, interestingly enough, he was doing it too. I don't think he intended to, but he was scratching his eye a little to share the sentiment with you. Uh-huh. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling the feeling love. Uh, yeah. Since when do I need to be subtle about that? That's yeah. <laughs> How long have you known me? You're about as subtle as a punch in the face. Thank you. Um, I've known you a very long time. If make you would sure like you, me make to sure actually, you tell my girlfriend that. If you would like me to actually n- count the years, I could. Uh, as thrilling as that would be on radio. Yeah, I, one, I say we should move on. Two, let's not, let's not <laughs> say we did. Whatever was your first clue. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> just the title of this one. How much money do you need to realistically recreate the Scrooge McDuck gold coin swim? Someone's got time on their hands. Yeah, it's called the internet. Like, in yeah, okay, this is probably from the same people who calculated how much it would cost in today's terms to build the Death Star. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is from thebillfold.com. After executing smart mortgage derivatives and diversifying high-yield stocks, cash should start flowing freely, leaving the smart investor with even more questions like, how do I protect my municipal bonds? And should I invest in the C-share or blend fund? And how much money do I need to create the giant flows of gold in private vault and dive into it like Scrooge McDuck? (sighs) Yeah, they go through the whole, and they're calculating based on the slope of money piles, um, the amount that you can see there. And eventually they come to the conclusion that right now he's, uh, it adds up to about $31.2 billion to do the swim. Mm-hmm. And there's only gold six coins. people in I the world. I was going to say, so Bill Gates can afford to do yeah, this. Six people in the world that could possibly do this right now. But then it goes on to state that you know swimming is for the sort of rich. If you really want to be mega rich, you have to do the slalom <laughs> on <laughs> skis yeah. down the pile. And then they calculate that out to running to some insane amount, two hundred. And ten billion dollars, which is well beyond the meager wealth of seventy billion, which is the currently the richest man in the world, mm-hmm. uh, Carlos Hilu. Uh, so, and I like also though in the picture because it shows him sliding down. And he goes, you know, if you f- follow the rules of global trends, equity markets, and the grizzled anthropoic birds, you will be well on your way to a swan, or shall we say, duck dive into nearly limitless gold. And plus the fact that he has dollar bills in there, he's diversified. I like the little thing about the author at the end. It says, Matt Powers is in his early 20s-ish. He's also good at making up fake math. Yeah. <laughs> right. That puts everything in context right there. Yeah, there is that. So, Gwen. So. Do you have the spreadsheet up? 
Uh, <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Hey. So that's the, the bottom one there would be close to your heart. The 92-year-old Long Island man sent 200,000 yeah, pirate I wanted to pull up. I haven't looked at this one yet. <laughs> mm. Pirated DVDs yeah. overseas to American soldiers in Iraq and Afghanistan. And the title is, At 92, Movie Bootlegger is Soldier's Hero. Mm-hmm. Hero, but a hero to soldiers. Yes. One of the world's most prolific bootleggers of Hollywood DVDs loves his morning farina. Spent eight years turning out 100,000 copies of The Hangover, Gran Torino, and other first-round movies from a small Long Island apartment to ship overseas. Big High. His handle among many loyal customers will certainly be cast as Hollywood enemy number one, but for a few details. He's actually Hyman Strachman, a 92-year-old, 5'5", World War II veteran, trying busy to trying to stay busy after the death of his wife. And he sent every one of his copy DVDs, almost 4,000 boxes of them, to date, free to American soldiers in Iraq and Afghanistan. With the United States military presence in those regions, dwindling big stry hackman will live in many soldiers' hearts as one of the war's, world's war's most shadowy heroes. It's not the right thing to do, but I did it, acknowledging that his actions violated copyright law. If I were younger, I'd be spending time in the Hooskow. Hoos- you can see, definitely tell he's a 90-year-old guy if he's calling it the Hooskow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I, so they've got... It, it's. I just want to see what the authorities have to say about this. Basically, they went and got a comment from him, and the uh, it was either the RIAA or the MPAA. MMPAA, I believe. They got a comment, and they said, well, we weren't aware of the actions going on at this time. We're glad our entertainment could provide, you know, or could provide entertainment to all our troops over serving overseas. They're tiptoeing around. They're like, real we careful. Not oh, sure we want yeah, because this, this is one. a public relations. Well, he's says, 92, and he says, was sending them to soldiers. It says the movie's like the, the worst movie, thing in the world to try and the movie you know, studios are less than enthusiastic. Although the mostly the most costly piracy now takes place online through file sharing websites. The illegal duplication of copyright DVDs, usually by organized crime in Eastern Europe and China, not by retirees in their 90s in the American suburbs, still siphons billions of dollars out of the industry every year. And while Mr. Strackman's movies are given dollar were given to soldiers as a form of charity, studios do send military bases real to real films which are much harder to copy in projectors for the troops overseas. Yeah. Howard Gantman, a spokesman for the MPAA, said he did not believe its member studios were aware of Mr. Strackman's operations. His sole comment dripped with the difficulty of going after a 92-year-old widower supporting the troops. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We were grateful that the entertainment we produced can bring some enjoyment to them while they are away from home, Mr. Gantman said. Careful to minimize his malfeasance, Mr. Strackman said he kept no copies for himself and, to destroy, and had destroyed every master disc as soon as the new releases came in. Before long, the sole evidence of his operation will be on his walls and on a little bookshelf next to his cholesterol control pills and a few envelopes of farina where seven three-ring binders overflow with letters pictures most addressed to big high from appreciative soldiers yeah see motion picture studios you should be just doing this yourselves right you should be sending crates right because these things yeah because these things were available i mean you could go i remember going into they had a contract service it was a bunch of turkish guys that were doing it when i was overseas um who were they had the laundry contract and so you'd go take your stuff in there, and they would clean it and bring it back to you. And yeah, they had DVDs, first-run stuff, yeah. stuff that had, in very rare cases, stuff that hadn't even been released in the states. We could get copies of it and watch it. Yeah, you took it was hit and miss mm-hmm. because for your five or ten bucks or however much, sometimes you got a copy of some guy 
Sure. Holding a camera, uh, uh, holding, holding yeah. a camera, and it was a terrible copy. Sometimes you got stuff that was obviously released from the studios and was pirated, right. and it said studio copy, only. Mm-hmm. not for yeah. release, yeah. not for release you across the bottom of it. And if you didn't mind looking at that, then you're okay. But you know, it puts them in an interesting bind, though, because they know they can't go after a 92-year-old World War II vet who's helping troops. But at the same time, you they, they uh, look at it from it. the legal side of going, God, if we don't go after him, the best then they whoever, you didn't go after him. Right. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a bad position for them. But yeah, no like, no like you win. said, you should have just been doing this already. Right. Right. Yes. That would have saved they you. They should the simply say, and we'll start doing this now. Yeah. And they should simply do that. Yeah. And if they did that then everything would be great. Yeah. Or they should say, we're going to contact Mr. Hyman and, mm-hmm. and set it up so that we can work together and provide yeah. him with all legitimate copies that are, we know will only go over there, you know, yada, yada, yada. So it's a, but an interesting article. Yes, indeed. Which brings us neatly to our last break, after which we will come back and take your calls on the topic of what silly and or borderline stupid things have you ever done on a dare or to impress Wodka. Anyway, we shall return right after this.
this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Nerds with, with opinions. opinions. I'm a nerd, and I'm playing footsie with Grail. I know. Wow. Accidental footsie. TMI. Mm-hmm. Surprise butt sex. Anyway, so. <laughs> Hi, I love you. Good vodka. Moving How on. How does <laughs> that happen? Uh, I don't, no, I, no, don't yeah. answer that question. Do uh, I love you, you're pretty. not answer that question. We had a call-in topic. What was the call-in topic? What silly and or borderline stupid thing have you ever done on a dare or to impress? So dust off your copies of Skype, point them at the Skype name VTW Shows, and or go to vtwproductions.com, look in the lower right-hand corner for the little Skype icon that says, I'm online. Mm-hmm. And if you see that and you have Skype click to call properly installed, clicking on that will call us. I think that's why they call it click to call. Amazing. My does goodness. what it says, says what it does. Well, the, well wonders never cease. See, Barry is just, uh, just off his game today because normally he's like all the first over. Person. Yeah. He calls in during the break and chastises us and corrects everything we've said wrong. And I think we talked about anything that he's uh, adamant passionate, passionate about. about. Yeah. We kind of stayed away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wrong. Well, you are doing it. Now, let me ask this. You set up... It's been three months since I've been here. Yes. You set up these call-in topics, and you've gotten more regular with what... You were just really getting into the groove of them when I took my break. Yes. Um, and went off to do the whole work thing. And so my question is, do you guys answer the questions yourselves? Is that late? Occasionally. Or do you not? not Depends. So Depends on how... This one... I mean, the most recent... This one so you're saying, no, I'm this not one, answering This most recent one. thing I've done stupid is uh, drink honey Well, no, I would say... I mean, this one, yeah, yeah, uh, Nomize actually put it into the document as this was the question. Sometimes our questions develop more organically, which is code right. for we didn't think of one until we got into the show and someone sort of happens. So mm-hmm. in that case, we tend to answer it. In the case where we actually know what we're you know, going to talk about... Usually not, the, I would say. The call-in topic, as a reminder for the IRC, is what silly thing have you done either on a dare or to impress someone? So, Barry, tell us about your answer to the question. Um, well, it was on a dare, but it impressed someone. <laughs> uh, Perfect. <laughs> uh, I went streaking in college more than once. You mm. broke up there. What again in college? What? He went streaking in streaking. college. Oh, streaking. Yeah, Not just drinking. streaking, but streaking more than once. Wow. But yeah. wouldn't Reginald have covered up anything revealing anyway? Uh, you know, things happen. <laughs> uh-huh. Was it to the quads? Oh, wow. We always uh, went through, we're streaking the quads. Yeah. <laughs> we're going streaking <laughs> to the streaking quads. The Which quads. was a great... It was a great place to streak on Friday night on camp uh, across campus because there was no one there. Yeah, ever. Well, isn't that the yeah. point? Show off the good ladies, ladies, ladies. <laughs> this too could be yours for the low, low price of being willing. <laughs> God. What? Uh, I just like to point out uh, that on the video wall right now, Pusser appears to be vacuuming herself. <laughs> It does kind of look like that, doesn't it, Pussar? Explain yourself. <laughs> well, is that a marital aid? 
Is that how they shower? In, she did it on a dare. In she did it on a dare. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. done to <laughs> impress. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Oh, uh, my God. I have sneakily added someone to the conference. Uh, you're on Casual Hacker. Who's calling? Dara Haas. Dara Haas, how are you this fine uh, alcohol-soaked day? Hello, Dara Haas. Good to hear your voice. Not being drunk. Yeah. Oh. Good. That makes one of us. <laughs> And how are you feeling about today's call-in topic? Oh, geez. I, I have to think of this one. You didn't think of it before, before you, you called, called in? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. That's the <laughs> issue. I thought way Wait, before. and you're the one who hasn't had alcohol? <laughs> mm-hmm. Explain yourself. I'm worried. Oh, my goodness. I don't do a lot of impressive things, to say the least. <laughs> so I'm trying... <laughs> Barry laughs derisively at you. I only do impressive things. You, mm. you grow facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> Beginning Impressively. And I'll give you that. Ooh, hairy white guy on the video wall. Ursa Heel. Power, brother. Ook, ook. Right on. What? <laughs> Just right. look at the video wall. Just don't look directly in the lower right-hand corner. Yeah, I'm scarred for life. Oh, God, um, my in, eyes. In regards to uh, me calling in and correcting you on some stuff, there was one thing that you kind uh-huh. of uh, missed the mark on just a little bit. Knew a little bit. You did you. mention the uh, Portal 2 DLC with the infinite uh, whatever they're calling it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, the, the most yeah. important part of that news was the video that they put out to announce it. Mm-hmm. It's Cave Johnson. That was the most in- interesting part. Cave Johnson, we're done. It's Cave here. Johnson, yeah, he's Cave fantastic, and the video is fantastic. So yes, do do check out uh, the actual launch video. I, I just like the fact that they they put up the publishing architecture for people to share their awesome custom made maps. Yeah, most time loading custom maps and is a bit of a pain and is, is more of a hardcore thing. They've made it kind of turnkey, where just any old person without a whole lot of mad skills can go shop for maps basically and download them and play them very easily. I can answer the question. Uh oh. Do go on, my love. Uh, while we're waiting, I've, I've seen lots of interesting activity in the chat where yeah. I've done something stupid, but never anything that impressed anyone or on a dare. There, there's are two, like, two separate and, questions. Yeah, and yeah. I don't do, I, I, I almost never do things in response to a dare. I, I find that's too, tends to be too risky. I doubled on um, dare you. Of course, most stupid things that I did were in college. That's when that's stupid when things that's when happen. You, this is when you do these things. Um, and I uh, went regularly went balcony hopping. Um, oh yeah, in college, which is really stupid. Yeah, um, and very very dangerous. But basically, it was a there were probably three and a half four feet between my balcony and the balcony of the apartments near us. So essentially, you could stand up on the edge of your balcony and with just a little hop make it to the balcony next door. Of course, we were eight stories up. Mm-hmm. So if you miss... You could end up dead. You could end up dead pretty readily. Um, but it was nice when the apartments next to you were vacant because everything was furnished. <laughs> so basically, they never locked the sliding glass doors. You just go in, open, and then swap furniture around. Right. So oh, if they had the sectional that you wanted and you didn't get the sectional, you could trade. You just had unlock the door from the inside and trade mm-hmm. furniture and then lock everything back up and hop back over. Because you didn't want to leave it unsecure. <laughs> you didn't want to leave it for 
But you could get the bits and pieces that you want. But you could you could trade out and and you know, basically, make sure that the furniture in your student housing was, was the way you the way you wanted it to be. Hello, so. you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Gee Weezy, what so, up, Weezy? Hey, <laughs> Someone's been joining us with the vodka today. I can tell. Right on. <laughs> yeah. How are you, I'm doing well. Um. I don't want to give too many details about this, unfortunately. <laughs> Statutes. Um, there is, yeah, I was going to say, there is a statute of limitations, of course. Yeah, but uh, I just want to say, um, it started with me um, keeping in a uh, rental car a little bit past the date I was supposed to turn in. Oops. And um, let's just say that it ended with me looking down the barrel of a SWAT team rifle. Oh! oh. There's something yeah, to see um, every day. We're not going to go into details before that, but yeah, let's just say I learned a valuable lesson, thankfully. <laughs> Don't and screw it, with budget rent-a-car. <laughs> they yeah. call SWAT. They are not <laughs> effing around. No, they, they, say, they say bring it back with a full tank of gas. They say bring, bring it, it back, back with, with a full, full tank, tank of gas. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, man. But, um, yeah, it ended well. I... Don't have a criminal record, thankfully. But <laughs> that's yeah, that good. Here's the car, man. Take the keys. <laughs> yeah, it could have been a lot worse. I'm just, so I'm just thankful everything went okay. <laughs> and now you're on first name basis with your local SWAT team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well like I said, even though I don't have a criminal record, let's say my picture is gonna be in their office for a long time. <laughs> uh, oh my! Do you remember this man? <laughs> you remember how funny oh, he looked when we pointed our guns at him? Oh man. <laughs> Oh, yes. Ouch. That is crazy. <laughs> Thank you for that contribution. I think so far you're winning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. yeah. That was that. Yeah. I wish it was something more entertaining, but yeah, that takes <laughs> That was pretty damn entertaining, Sagani. <laughs> now, while you've got uh, you on the line, shameless plug, tell the nice people about BGM. Oh, well, um, episode 44 just came out today and features the Silent Hill soundtrack. Ooh, awesome. Nice. I'm sure I'm sure some people out there will um, like and love that. Well, I saw and, um, Porch put on the Facebook page the uh, Video Games Live uh, Volume 2, which I was listening to on Spotify earlier very much. Thank you for that recommendation. It was awesome. Yes, no problem. That's a very good um, reason to join the BGM Facebook page at uh-huh. facebook.com slash BGM podcast. has lots of uh, interesting content there. Not just show updates, but I occasionally post links to articles, Spotify playlists, Albums you might want to listen to, YouTube videos, the works. So if you like music and you, you know every two weeks just isn't enough for you, then um, join the Facebook page. Click L-I-K-E and you get good stuff. I guarantee it. Excellent. Very well done with your shameless plug. Young nice. Padawan. That, was, that was all on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for calling in. We'll catch you next time. For, for now, I kick you to the curb. Ow! And so he'd be kicked. Mm-hmm. All right, the lines are open. Uh, those of you who are trying to get in there and uh, uh, operators wait. are standing by. Operators yeah. are standing <laughs> by, and I'm still trying to deal with the, the new interface on this Skype. That instead of adding Sakani to the call, it's weird. All right, who's listening in Gold Hill, Oregon? I want to know that. I'm looking at the live listener map right now. There, this is tremendous. Whoever updated this, and you like that this, tool? this is. This is an awesome tool. We got people listening in Melbourne and Bucharest. Well, that's not necessarily that's people who are accessing our website currently. Okay. One would assume they're listening, and but 
that was something that Ken from Show X found and recommended that I embed on the site. So if you look at the front page oh, or cool. the listing page, there's a globe there where you can see live pings of people who are accessing the website. And there. if you go look at the Earth 3D, it's literally a rotating map of the globe with all of the little green lights of the no, people who a, are currently... It's an awesome little tool. That's phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Excellent. We even have listeners in South America or people yes. accessing the website from South America mm-hmm. and little tiny baby islands in the middle of the Pacific. Yes. Micronesias and mm-hmm. little fly speck. Some in India, India and a yeah, couple in China and several hu- in Japan. We're it's awesome. huge in Micronesia. <laughs> Dude, we should totally go there. It'll be like, awesome. Both of our fans will meet us at the airport and everything. <laughs> and that'll be the entire population. <laughs> Basically. I'll bring a fly rod. <laughs> nice. You would probably have the best time of any of us. Probably. But if they're listening, that means they have the internet connection, so we'll be okay. Because believe me, there will be a fly rod that goes to Seattle with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an accident. I don't know where I'm going to fish, but I can make some phone calls. I'm more interested in when you're going to fish. Now well, there. <laughs> there is that too. It is kind of a full will, schedule. It's a now I'm taking week. now I'm taking this as a challenge. So I will I will find time. I will make time. Oh, speaking of Even if it's uh, just one night. Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah, I look at it. The fish will always be there. Time mm-hmm. in Seattle, not so much. <laughs> got to make use of what you got. Our friends over at Penny Arcade attempted to begin selling tickets for PAX Prime. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were trying out a new registration vendor. Mm-hmm. Didn't who work was, out so good, Who did was it? not up to the challenge. Oh, no. Oh, and they Lord. Just apparently completely annihilated their servers. So they're saying, we're really sorry. We'll get back to you when we're re- actually ready to open oh up ticket God. purchases. So if you were trying to purchase PAX Prime tickets, keep an eye on PAXSite.com or Prime.PAXSite.com. And yeah, they're, they're very sorry <laughs> about that whole... They tweeted, okay... Whoa! The went, ah! And hello, you're on Casually Hardcore again, Dara Haas. How are you doing? Did you remember what you were going to talk about? Yes, I did. Bring it on. I. So, at school one day, we had food. We had a lunch that wasn't the... It's hamburger gravy. Yum! Mm. Yeah, hamburger no. Gravy. Hamburger so, in brown gelatinous and this was, sauce. And this was food, not prison? Uh, this was school, not prison? Hard to tell. Uh-huh, yeah, school. <laughs> not good. It was, it's pretty bad, but... It's on Jamie Oliver's menu. <laughs> a few of my friends I sit with decided to mix this jelly with, with some chocolate milk, some fat-free milk, ranch, cheese... And a dollop of sour cream. And somebody was dared to eat this concoction. Now wasn't someone? Yep. And for three dollars. <laughs> three. Wow. wow, you're cheap, dude. I'd have gone for at least a fiver. <laughs> three whole dollars. Three back and dollar. Yep. And how much vomit was there? Uh, there was no vomit, but well, there was vomit, but it was vomit in mouth, not projectile vomit. <laughs> Just take it up to the back of the throat. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. I uh, yes, I can confirm just from your description that it was horrible. <laughs> but you actually had to taste it. <laughs> Don't, please, it's not funny. It's hilarious. Of course, it's funny. Oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm like, it's not funny when I've had two shots of honey vodka and 
can cider do, can and really I can really sympathize with the cheese at this point mm. mixed in with that that feeling of the cheese. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't get the three dollars. Oh, what? Jip, I was gonna say that is cause for some serious complaining. You fulfilled on your end of the bargain, and they welshed. Welshy. Well, that sucks. (laughs) But still, way to man up and do it. Yep, that's impressive. (coughs) How many times recently have I heard the phrase "man up"? Cowboy up? I don't know. All right, Barry, I brought you back on. What do you got? <clears throat> I can beat that. <laughs> I can top oh, it. Oh, God. I used to work at a movie theater for like seven years. On a dare, actually, I might have did it for money. I drank uh, a cup of the um, quote-unquote butter that we would put on oh. top of the popcorn. Butter-flavored grease? Fun. The butter-flavored how, grease? How I large, did it. How large was this cup? Um, Six ounces? Maybe. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Tasty. I, uh, I drank one and was full for the rest of the day. Uh, another guy pulled the uh, uh, Monty Python, oh, that's easy. And he did it. He puked so much that he popped a blood vessel in his eye. Oh, my Ooh. God. Wow. <laughs> and I laughed. And he did it for less money than I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just Worth can't it. imagine how much it would lubricate my system. As far as you feel the... full, you feel full for like two days. You don't need to eat. It, it trips that sensor in your stomach that says uh, we're good. Yeah, no, no it just food. sits there. Yeah. I'm sure your stomach's wow. like yeah. I don't know how to. Pro- I'm just gonna down. send it straight through. <laughs> yeah, pretty send it much. down or back up or. Uh, uh, it's punch. the it's the Olestra effect. Oh. <laughs> God, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Anal leakage. Yeah. May cause. But the the moral of the story is it won't kill you. So that's good to know. Oh, you're dead. You just haven't stopped. I'll remember that. I'll remember that next time. I'm just very well preserved from the inside. Yes, you are. Five hundred years from now they will find your body, dig it up, and look inside. Everything was absolutely fine. You'll smell like damn right it will be. And you'll smell like movie theater popcorn. This this guy must have worked in a theater. (laughs) Yeah. That's a bad thing? That's oh, yeah, that, that, oh, that is so bad. I mean, I, and I never understood the need for the butter-flavored grease because they have popped the popcorn in roughly the same stuff. Yeah. It comes out already salted and buttery-flavored. Why do you need a slurry of butter-flavored grease on top of that? No, I don't think, People slurry, love it. I don't think slurry is quite the right word. A slick. Lick. Yeah. A slick. The, uh, the theater Sludge. that I- the theater that I worked at when I did that used canola oil, which I believe is coconut based, maybe. No, corn based. I thought. Or no, it was whatever they used was was coconut oil at okay. that theater, and that popcorn was amazing. And the theater I worked at after that used something else, which was much grosser. <laughs> and I don't know what that was. That might have been the canola oil. It was very thick, and you had to like melt it down to a, a liquid state before you could apply it to the popcorn. Oh. Popped in lard. Um, yeah. The well, strangely enough, I'm kind of getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, actually, I am too. I could totally yeah. eat. 
Theater popcorn. Oh, I was. I actually like the. You know, they've got the little shakers with the flavored. Oh yeah, you know, that was one of the best a, innovations. I, I'm glad they did that in the theaters now, so you don't get any popcorn or butter flavored grease on your yeah. popcorn. You just go and add your little the, shakes of salt and cheese flavors and things like that, mm-hmm. or red pepper. I never accidentally overdose on the cheese and die. No, but what a way to go. Death by cheese wouldn't be bad. I'm telling you, smart food, white cheddar popcorn crack is crack cocaine. Mm. Stuff in the in the black bag. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've mm-hmm. seen it. I don't know what it is. Oh, I just don't eat it. I never buy no. a bag. I always buy two. Oh, really? Because one will be gone as soon as you get home. <laughs> possibly before. It's nice. like we used you think to... You're joking, but that stuff actually is crack cocaine. No, I think, so, I think no. the white powder is crack cocaine. I, it's not cheddar cheese. It's crack cocaine. Because it is that addictive. No, I'm telling you. And now I want a bag. Hmm. Sorry. That was me. I did that to you. Yes, you did. Sorry. Just wait you. one weekend. You'll get your bag. She loves you. You're pretty. Why, thank you. <laughs> you're ruggedly handsome yourself. Just, hey, I, she loves you. You're yeah, pretty. Yeah, I, I think he was talking about me. She, me loving not you. Not me. It's the, all about the messenger. I was going to say, if you want a piece of me, you need this celebrity death match with Thumbelina. And I'm putting, <laughs> and I'm putting my money on her. She fights dirty, huh? Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, she does. I'm getting a stink eye from across the house. She's, she's sitting in there with uh, your daughter looking innocent. Uh, Who, me? Uh-huh. Fight dirty? No. Knees, groin, and neck. <laughs> Go for the soft body. Yep. Monkey steals the peach. (laughs) (laughs) It's an actual move. Oh, man. (laughs) But I digress. That is too bad. I'm serious. Wrong. Uh, So I'm the only one that's going to answer this question, huh? And that wasn't even... Never mind. Uh, I mean, that was... was, (laughs) I would give that one to you as stupid because death could have resulted. Right. Right. But you were, were you trying to impress somebody while you were doing it? I did no. have people watching. But were you actively trying to impress them, or were you just trying to get next door? No, I was just, trying to, get, I was just trying to get better yeah. furniture. Okay, yeah. so, so that, see, it's a little, yeah. Yeah. little. I like that Iolite had a cat burglar phase. I'm impressed, and it's years later. You have no <laughs> idea. Yes, you have no clue. There are yes. limits to what we'll talk about on the air. Yes. I, I, like, I will simply yeah. leave I mean, it at Iolite has no a, a reasonably good background in social engineering. Yeah, and our daughter's going to totally inherit that from you, and we are screwed. Mm. When she's this is why she's living on the second floor in the bedroom that has no way out of it. Mm-hmm. And an alarm on it. Yes. Nice. And she well, if there's no out. way out, how do you get in? Well, no, <laughs> I mean, she can on its skin. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a one-way shoot into the no. room. <laughs> no, it's that obviously she has a door. It's that her window, like our son's window, actually goes out over the garage. So when when he's 16 and he sneaking can, he out, can he can repel and only have to go down one right. floor. But she has the flat wall of the house. Outside her window, so hers would be very hard. She, well, she, she shows up on harness. I was going to say, if she shows up window. one day with repelling gear. Yeah. You know, I've gone into this rock on. climbing phase, mom and dad. Uh huh. Yeah, sure, sure you, you have. have. Is that your boyfriend down there belaying you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And that's why her window and is over the dog. One day, all your sheets will be mysteriously gone. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or she'll start growing her hair really, really, really long. Hmm. And I'm, I'm, tr- it. I'm trying that now. I want to see how long her hair will get. So before she makes me cut it, 
I'm I'm gonna try and see how long I can get it to grow. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Ah, now I'm kind of curious because looking at the IRC, I see a distinct lack of Emperor One G. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. This could be bad. Oh no. He's running a little late, so I may just play a little music for you guys while we wait and uh, determine if he's doing a show this week. As far as you Skype denizens, I'm going to kick you guys out. Thank you Goodbye, all for Internet. calling. Bye, interwebs. Bye. Thank you for your input and your uh, rather insane stories of hamburger gravy. Mm. I threw Delic. a little. Oh, there's Emperor. In the back of my Excellent. Road. Just Ugh. in time. Mm. Boo and yah. So let us wrap it up. And I've actually tried to be a good boy. And I've started writing things down. I remember how to close out the show without failing really hard. However, now, <laughs> stay with us, Gwen. Trying. Hungry. Hungry. Squeak. Eat now. <laughs> Eat now? Sure thing, Kubiak. All right. So thank you to all of the uh, volunteer staff of Versus the World Productions and all the great work that you do that makes all the shows we do possible, makes everything we do better. We thank you, thank you, thank you. We cannot thank you enough, and I'm trying to remember to thank you more often because what you do is deserving of many and great praise. Find us on the Facebook. You can find Casually Hardcore and follow us, friend, or like us there. And you can also do Versus the World Productions. All the various shows that post episodes get announced there automatically. And Sakani's been having a lot of fun posting a lot of interesting and fun stuff to the Versus the World Facebook page. So I highly recommend if you're a Facebook type, you get in there and you like it up good. You can follow us on Twitter and our many different faces. Alpha Geek Radio for Casually Hardcore. VTW Productions for the station in general. Gnomewise for me. Izzy Grail for Grail. Daxa CH for Daxa. Gwenora for Gwenora. And Iolite underscore ch or iolite send us your emails especially if you're interested in taking part in the android app test ch at vtwproductions.com visit us on the web at vtwproductions.com go up to the shows tab at the top pull down to casually hardcore on the right hand side you will see the new sponsor a segment if you want to drop us five bucks by way of donation to help us go to things like blizzgon and pax prime you can sponsor a segment, and we will read out whatever paragraph you send to us, dedicating the segment to whomever or whatever you like, for the low, low price of $5 US via PayPal. Assuming that it's something that any single one of us would be willing to read. Get creative, people. I believe that is what is referred to as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. There are certain things I won't read on the air. It's out there. Now, now oh, of course, God. the game is write something that Io refuses to read. There you go. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we make it into a game where everyone wants to play. They each have to pay $5 every time they enter, and we get to help have a little money off of our airfare to Seattle. So, yes, it's a challenge, and go forth and uh, donate like crazy. We appreciate it. And with all the various things we got going on this year, every little bit definitely helps. And you can catch us also on uh, Stitcher Radio. If you have the Stitcher app on your iOS, Android, or Windows mobile device, you can find our episodes there as well. We'll keep you posted on the development of the iOS, Android, and Windows whoops, Windows mobile apps as they become available. And we'll be greatly interested in all of your feedback. In the meantime, we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. 
I've been Gwenora. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.